0: Good morning, Colorado. You're listening to the Daily Sun-Up with the Colorado Sun. It's Thursday, November 23rd. Today, we're talking to Lakota professional skier and activist Connor Ryan about Winter Park Resort honoring its Arapaho heritage through a new art installation, snow stake, and trail signs written in the Arapaho language. And with it being the American holiday of Thanksgiving, Connor offers ways we can honor the Native Americans who we took things from rather than them giving them to us as we sit down to dinner by acknowledging our history. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Colorado Department of Healthcare Policy and Financing. HCPF is raising awareness of the invaluable roles of direct care workers and the direct care workforce in Colorado. Direct care workers play a crucial role in enhancing the lives of individuals requiring assistance due to disability, age, or illness. Learn more about the impact of these workers and how to become one by visiting hcpf.colorado.gov direct-care-spotlight. Now, let's go back in time with some Colorado history. In 1939, amid the Great Depression and World War II, President Franklin D. Roosevelt decided to move Thanksgiving to November 23rd to extend the Christmas shopping season. This change sparked a mix of confusion, amusement, and anger. Many Americans were open to the idea, although it disrupted college football schedules. State governors, who also had the power to set the holiday's date, reacted in different ways. Colorado's governor chose the traditional date, but later allowed for both dates under public pressure. Consequently, 22 states celebrated on Roosevelt's date, 23 on the traditional date, and 3 states on both. This led to unique situations like double Thanksgiving celebrations in Colorado. However, the confusion caused by dual celebrations led to a resolution in 1941 when Congress, with Roosevelt's approval, set Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of November. Before we continue, choosing your health insurance plan can be difficult and confusing. Colorado sun is hosting a free virtual discussion on December 6th to help you learn to choose the best option RSVP for free and submit your questions for the panelists by visiting coloradosun.com events. Next hour feature story.
1: Well, thanks so much for joining us Colorado sun listeners on this Thanksgiving day. It's actually the American traditional holiday of Thanksgiving And I hope everyone's gathered with their family and having a good time. And I also want to introduce my guest for today, who is an auspicious figure to have on this day. Um, His name is Connor Ryan, and he is a Lakota professional skier, an activist, an artist, and so many other things. And I'm so honored to have him on today because... Connor was recently involved in a really cool art installment project at Winter Park Resort where he's an ambassador and we had the most amazing conversation about it um about a week and a half ago and I wanted to just try to capture that conversation again
2: Yoni watch day Tracy. that's Lakota for good morning it's it's awesome to be speaking with you today
1: Awesome. You have had a really busy weekend. Um I know this because you and I've been trying to connect. I've been bugging you and I know you've been all over the place doing your thing, promoting different projects you're working on. And you know, you're a pro skier, so you're and you're in high demand. And so you're kind of doing all the things that pro skiers in high demand do except for you have a unique story and sort of a unique mission. And I wondered if you could just tell us what you've been up to this weekend in the past week, what projects you're working on, and how it all ties into who you are.
2: Absolutely. So I've been on tour with my friends uh, from Solomon here on the on the Solomon Free Ski team. And I've been a part of their quality ski time tour at their shows in Danver Vale and Silverthorne. And I'm premiering a new series that I've been working on called The New Radical. Executive produced by my friend, Cody Townsend, uh, who does the 50 project and uh, something that that I co-directed with with my best friend, another indigenous filmmaker, Isaiah Branch Boyle.
1: Awesome, and what is it about?
2: Yeah, this project for us is all about finding, uh, exactly as the title says, the new radical. Um, I think the things that have been radical in the sport of skiing have been the same for a really long time. You know, another spin a few seconds faster, an additional flip, a little bit higher. But by nature, uh, it can't be radical if it's actually not revolutionary and and a significant change. So at the same time that we love incredible skiing, uh, our question is how can we use these things, uh, this sport to reflect the values of our communities um, and, and make skiing as a sport more diverse? And decolonize ski towns and the ski industry uh, for the benefit uh, of everyone.
1: That is so cool. So, Cody Townsend. I mean, he's he's a white guy. I've been following him for a long time. My kids follow him; they love him. Why is he involved in this project?
2: Yeah, um, you know, Cody. I think is someone who agrees with a lot of the environmental uh, values that I have and a lot of the community values that I have, and is an incredibly experienced uh, filmmaker. You know, and so by definition, a ski town is kind of a colony in that a colony is a place that exists for its resources and its labor to be extracted for the profit uh, of people somewhere else and so all skiers are by are affected by that, and, and we want our communities to be more equitable and, and reflect the values, especially the environmental values that the mountains teach us along the way in our adventures and so. He agrees with a lot of those things and is, you know, bringing his filmmaking expertise to the table to help us out.
1: I love partnerships like that so much. And it's just seems so important for like younger skiers. You know, my son is 22. I also have a 21-year-old. I have a 12-year-old. They're all diehard skiers, racers, and they need good role models. And I just love that you are the role model. It's just, it makes me so happy. So when we talked last week, week or I guess it was like a week and a half ago now that was I was reporting a story that I was writing about this really cool partnership that you have with Winter Park Resort and it involves an art installation it involves the renaming of some runs or or the the kind of clarification of names of runs Um, why don't you tell us about that just readers who who missed that story or don't know about it
2: yeah absolutely so we have a new art installation designed by indigenous artists across the mountain at winter park it includes a new snow stake um as well as some art at the top of the gondola and and new historical markers across the mountain and new signage in the eagle wind territory um so starting with the eagle wind zone that's a place that was named by the arapaho tribe when it opened and eagle wind is a translation of the arapaho name for the fraser river valley um and all of the run names in that zone, have always been the names of Arapaho chiefs. So, alongside the existing signage, we're adding new signage with those names in Arapaho, and backgrounds designed by Arapaho artist Jordan Craig. And so that's, that's super rad. And then on the other side of the mountain, you know, the Snow Stake and the art installation at the top represents the most prominent peaks in all four directions that you can see from the top of Winter Park. Um and they are connected by rivers to kind of show us the way that here at the top of the snowpack on the continental divide, we're at this really special place where the snow that falls isn't just what makes our recreation possible, but it's what feeds multiple river systems. It's you know, some of this water gets sent over to Denver and, and some of this water is gonna run clear through the Grand Canyon to the Sea of Cortez. Um and, and that journey starts right here in this place.
1: That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's the headwaters of the Colorado River. I mean, I love it up there so much just for that reason that we are at like this very, very powerful spot on the planet, both in terms of, you know, just the history and the ecological value and the the money, to be honest, and, you know, the power that comes along with being at the headwaters of that river. Just I think about that a lot. So there, you know, a big part of the project is this big um, art installation right at the top of Sunspot. Right. And it has a name and it's an Arapaho name. And what is the name that's on it?
2: Yeah, the name of the project is Haninine. And that that means there is snow on the ground in Arapaho. And we felt that that was a very important thing to celebrate. Uh, because snow being on the ground here not only brings our community to life immediately as skiers, but as we mentioned before, it brings life to so many environments downstream from us.
1: Now I imagine, I mean, people have been up there, right? You guys are open. I, I, I'm I'm guessing that it's open all the way up to Sunspot, right? It went, or maybe not. Not quite. Too oh yeah. Yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're opening runs over here slowly but surely. We're off to a bit of a slow start in Colorado on the snow snowpack. But uh, Winter Park is ahead of most regions right now. And so it shouldn't be too long before folks are up there and able to check it out. Okay. Uh, for now, people can keep an eye on the snow state, which does include the new art.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, if people had been up there and if you had seen them, I would want to know kind of what their reactions been. But I can imagine, I mean... People are going skiing to go skiing, right? They're with their friends. They want to shred. There's like always this like kind of like frantic energy about it. Like, let's get it right in the beginning, too. Everybody's just so excited. I went skiing today on my brand new Hillary Nelson skis. And um, oh, oh, my God, they were they're It's just so cool for for listeners who don't know. She she was an incredible woman mother athlete head of the north face team skier ski mountaineer i knew her and she unfortunately passed away in an accident um in uh was she nepal nepal yeah Yeah. um
2: she was a good friend and mentor to me as well incredible human being and would have loved this kind of work
1: oh i bet totally well kind of back to what we were talking about so so yeah people are going to winter park they want to go skiing you know, they see this sign, it's not in their language, they don't know what it means. You know, how, how are you going to sort of know if it's hitting right? Or how, how can we as skiers have it hit right?
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we want people to notice that it stands out. Uh, to notice that, that it's not a part of the usual ski experience. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of ways that, you know, skiing opens the door for people to have a deeper environmental connection to the place that they are. Um, and, and sometimes we don't provide enough context for that. And, and so it's really my hope with this piece that it helps people see themselves as a part of a longer story. If they can recognize, wait, a language was spoken right here before English for thousands of years. That was based on the environment of this place, based on the ecology of this place. Then, then how can we adjust our values and how we speak about this place in order to reflect, you know, the the emphasis we should be placing on the ecology right now? And does that moment of pause for all of us open the door such that people can be in this place a hundred or a thousand years from now uh, as skiers or as you know recreationists? And so that, that's really my hope is that it creates that that little break of that little bit of interruption in the normal story of skiing and snowboarding in, in order for folks to adjust to what a beautiful part uh, of the story they do play um, as being able to be, grat- be in gratitude for the snow that's here right now.
1: That's cool. Yeah. So when I saw the sign, it only had the word on it. It didn't have like an explanation or a definition of the word but the final piece of art will have a a definition of what people are looking at? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. And then I was wondering too, so it's not just, um, I mean, you're Lakota. um, There, And it's not just Arapaho artists that contributed to this, right?
2: No, we had artists, uh, we had Diné artists who were a part of it. And we had, um, you know, myself, a Lakota artist. We had... Uh, an Arapaho artist and also an Arapaho language professor um, and we have my my good friend Isaiah who worked on the New Radical Project with me uh, who grew up on the Southern Ute Reservation and so yeah it's really an amalgamation of, of indigenous values uh, represented you know visually in this way.
1: Super cool. Well I don't want to I don't want to take too much more of your time I know you probably want to go to bed early maybe get up early. Go get like the teeny bit of snow that's out there <laughs> somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, I did want to ask you, you know, it's Thanksgiving, right? And yeah. that's a very troubled day in our history in this country. Um, for those of us who are willing to acknowledge that and want to maybe meditate on that a little bit today, what w- what's your wisdom for us?
2: Yeah, um, for sure. I think one of the things that I would really share uh, starts with the two ways that a lot of contemporary indigenous folks refer to the holiday, um, which is as thanks taking for us. Because for us, it was the day that something was taken from us. We weren't celebrating what was given. Um, and in the original story of the Wampanoag tribe, uh, who was a part of the first Thanksgiving, uh, they shared with the pilgrims out of goodwill um, their food so that these people would not starve through the winter and in return the, those pilgrims then turned around and, and massacred the Wampanoag people. Um, and so for us, it, it's not a day of giving. It's a, it's a day of acknowledging something that was taken from us. And, and the other term we often use is truth giving because we want people to put an emphasis on understanding what is the truth of the origin of this story. Um, and, and the fact is like people need to put the time in to understand not only the truth of that original story, but the truth of the original myth of, of America, the doctrine of discovery, westward expansion, all of these ideas are, are rooted in, in the genocide of American people, uh, of Native American people. And, you know, learning that truth uh, as folks who are uncomfortable with it, um, I can assure them will hurt them far less than the actual truth of the story has hurt us as indigenous people. Um, so, you know, I apologize to those folks who might find this, this moment uncomfortable, but, but I can assure you, you know, it's nothing compared to what we have to live with, uh, every day as, as Native Americans. And so, um, you know, in order for us to move towards a more just future, everybody needs to have an understanding of what has actually happened in the past. Um, and you know, that, that uncomfortable moment is not cancel culture. It's not erasure. Um, in fact it's quite the opposite we're we're bringing the full story to light wow
1: yeah and i guess one other you know follow up on that is what can we do what do we do you know if we are going to sit down to our traditional meal and my not my but like our you know families are gathered and and it's it's the start of the holidays you know how can we what can we do what can we say at that moment that will start to maybe repair. Yeah, I think a
2: lot of it does start. If you you can acknowledge it around a table of people where no indigenous person is present, that that really represents progress because for us, we feel like we have to shout it from the rooftops to even be remembered uh, that we existed, that we've been in these places, right? And so if other people can help us echo that message, that's a huge thing. Um, and, And another thing that I would encourage people to do you know, is as they move into the holiday season, you know, consider purchasing something from an indigenous artist as a gift on Black Friday, as opposed to going to, you know, Walmart, Amazon, whoever it might be, big corporations. Um, how, how can we start to use our energy now uh, to undo th- this pattern of colonization? And, and I think a lot of that starts with finding ways to give back to Native American communities, um, and, and to acknowledge that, you know, our ecological truths, much like we're presenting in this art project at Winter Park, um, are, are central to all of our continuance uh, and survivance on this continent in, in this these times of, you know, ecological trouble and climate change.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You know, you're just like, this is only the second time we've talked, really. But each time I've really felt like, just totally inspired by you and blown away by just who you are as a person. I know I'm not the only person who feels that way. And just the work you're doing is so powerful. And I love, love, love that it's through the medium of skiing because it is such a powerful thing in itself. And so to have someone like you speaking to us through it is just really great. And why don't you just tell um, or let our readers know, you know, who you are one more time, where w- they can find you and where we can see your you know your, the style all the different things you're working on.
2: Absolutely. yeah. so once again, my name's Connor Ryan. Uh, you find me on Instagram. I'm Sacred Stoke on Instagram and my new YouTube series that's coming out uh, next week is called the New Radical. Um, and so you'll be able to find that on, on my YouTube page and on Cody Townsend's YouTube page and you know thank you for this opportunity it is a pleasure to be able to share these things through the sport of skiing because i think uh the things that that bond us collectively to the land are so much stronger than the things that that divide us and if we can put our attention to our stoke and to our shared connection uh instead of you know to division that that really is what marks uh, the clear path forward for all of us
1: awesome well thank you very much have a great time out there great winter and hopefully I'll get to catch up with you again sometime soon
0: absolutely thank you Tracy you can read more at coloradosun.com for more information on all of these stories visit our website coloradosun.com and don't forget to tune in again next time the Colorado Sun is nonpartisan and completely independent we're always dedicated to telling the in-depth stories we need today more than ever and The Sun is supported by readers and listeners like you. Right now, you can head to coloradosun.com and become a member, starting at $5 per month for a basic membership, and if you bump it up to $20 per month, you'll get access to our exclusive politics and outdoors newsletters. Thanks for starting your morning with us, and don't
1: forget to tune in again tomorrow.